We are the Long Island Tea, where we spill the tea. It's true. Uh, We're from Long Island, so we say, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? We're in the middle of the vines. Yes. Because it's Memorial Weekend. So there's kickoff. We're here. It's summertime. Long Island Wine of the Week. I'm thankful for our hot teas. Yes. That's like such a Long Island thing. We're just talking about real life. Right. That's what we do. (laughs) Welcome back. Can't even say it. Can't even muster it. Uh, to the Long Island tea, where we spill the tea on pretty much how tired we are yep. on Long Island yep, right yep, now. Yep, yep. Right? right? Yes. Yeah, I'm Kristen. I'm Sharon. And uh, we were just talking for a second before we went live about how none of us can anymore. <laughs> we all we all can't. Everyone <laughs> in this room can't. Cannot. Um, it's just a lot. It is. We were just saying like, and, well, so I mean, I guess you know how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing. Um, we're surviving. It, it, seriously. <laughs> oh, barely. Mm. Barely. But Alyssa was just saying, like, it's the end of the year activities and it's just the end of the year school. And it's amazing what they cram in, especially in high school. Like, I, I've never been in a place where prom is two days before graduation. Right, right. Usually it's prom is a totally different time of year. Well, they do it because I know for... Um, some schools, they don't want the kids traveling. A lot of big thing to do after prom is go away, you know, go to rent a hotel mm-hmm. somewhere and party hard and all that stuff. So they do it that you, so that you'll have to come back. Oh, they so do it. There for They're graduation. still doing it. They're, I mean, it's crazy. They all go to the Hamptons mm-hmm. or I guess now the North Fork too. Yeah. And anyway, it's crazy. But even, even the little kids, even like the, the graduations kids, and the you. moving up and the parties and it's spirit day. And like, I can't. I have both my kids are moving up. Everly's going into um, preschool, like pre actual preschool. Amazing. And uh, Brayden's going into sixth grade. So no, he's graduating it's not fifth okay. grade. Nope, right? that's not happening. Same time, same day, same district. Oh, and I'm like, really? No. You couldn't think about that? That there's what? like multiple kids? Seriously? Yeah. And also, they have like rescheduled field day and the end of your picnic. Oh, same day, same time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, why? So, are you, what are you so guys going to do? Separating. Divide and conquer. Oh and my gosh! Yeah, that's such a bummer. But like Alyssa said, like it just keeps on going every day. It's something different. An art show. And all, yeah. Everyone, and then and then pile on everything we've got going on here. Yeah, professionally, which is like everything Mm -hmm. it's so funny we're launching so much we've got so many things that we're doing it's so exciting oh okay yes (laughs) but like also exhausting like it's it's funny because we have we have some stuff we have so many things we're launching we michael and i were at a press conference today which i'll tell you about Mm -hmm. and then we have a press conference next week to talk about something else and then we have a whole thing that's live right now kind of but we can't talk about it because we haven't launched it and everyone's like, I was kind of mentioning it to some of my colleagues at City Nation Place at my conference, and they want to talk about it. Right. I, I'm getting emails now. They want it to be part of the Visitor Services Summit. They're like, we want to showcase <gasps> what you're doing. Wow. Use it as an example. Blah, blah. They're like, when are you launching it? I'm like, mm, un, un, I'm unclear. Sure. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we, we're we just trying and to- And it's live. Work, like, that's the thing. Work all the press conferences. Yeah. It's, we've got so much going on, <laughs> and it's like summer. Yeah. And I was telling Kenzie today, I'm like, still- Still haven't done anything fun for summer. Right, right. Well, the weather's been kind of gloomy. Yeah, I mean, today it's weird. It's for sure. I feel like last weekend was the first weekend that it was actually like summer days. Yeah. And you I know? wasn't here. I right. wasn't here. I mean, I'm like, where's my long island? I'm like, somebody was talking about August today. And I'm like, you need to get me those dates because August is filling up. And then I'm like, oh my God. It's filled. When are we going to the beach? Right. 
I haven't been to the beach yet. Ugh. And Michael hasn't. It's crazy. I know. I, I just, anyway, so it's been nonstop. Um, but, oh, and you want to hear something? You want to hear a funny story? I was going to tell you this last week, but um, speaking of end of the year stuff, mm -hmm. so the high school has these um, scholarships that they give out at the end of the year. Yes. And um, you apply for a whole slew of them, and then and they're little. Like some of them are, you know, it could be anywhere from two hundred yeah. to two thousand yeah. dollars. And it it's the longest ceremony of all time. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually yeah, an intermission. Like night, there's an right? intermission. Well, your district is big. It's big. And every realtor and mm -hmm. every business, yeah. they give like a little scholarship, a couple yeah. hundred dollars, because then there's a commercial for them. Right. And all the parents are like, you're you're forced right. to sit there and listen. <laughs> so <laughs> it's basically a commercial. So, but then there's one scholarship every year. We, we learned about it last year when Kenzie was there. And we were like, this is a total Long Island iconic scholarship. Mm. And Penelope, Penelope won the scholarship this year. So the scholarship is dedicated um, to students who excel for whatever reason, you know, that are great. But it's donated by, um, or it's in the name of two police informants that were murdered by the mob. Oh, my God. I'm like, that's real. <laughs> that is a real scholarship oh on Long Island. And it happens every year. That's crazy. <laughs> Kinsey's like, I tell my friends about it in Arizona State, and they're like, shut up. And no, that's funny. Like, and no, Penelope, there's a real, and Penelope, Penelope got it. it. We're like, you won the mob scholarship. <gasps> oh, my God. That's, crazy. that's like Long Island gold. Yeah, that is. There's really a scholarship that's funny. dedicated to informants that were murdered mm -hmm. by the mob um, every year. So you got to love that. That's fun. But Thomas and I went to Atlantic City. Yes. Which is another reason why I'm so tired, I think. Because okay, it's you when stopped. you, that's your weekend. Yeah. That's, you know, I saw you. I had gotten in town at 1.30 in the morning, did the podcast, do all this. Went to the farmer's market. Right. So fun. I loved that. Um, Wasn't that that's so spinach fun? bread. <gasps> Was it good? Uh, you know what I did? What? I went home and I like put it in the oven and warmed it up a little bit. And then I took um, cream cheese and some garlic and I pushed, like, mixed it together and like dipped it in there. Oh, Ooh, so wow. Good. Fancy. Like my very own like scanocopia, whatever those things oh, are called. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't. Yes. I don't know what they're called. Scan what? Spanacopita. 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 Okay. And yeah, but Delish. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Isn't that a cute? Oh Farmer's my God. Market? So cute. We saw Pindar. We did. He He's so, so sweet. sweet. Yeah. He's so sweet. And I like bought everything. Mm -hmm. Sharon was laughing at me. Like every time. Every, like, <laughs> every day, I'm like, I'll take the chicken parm, the the vodka sauce, yeah. the pasta, the banana pudding, the banana pudding, and I'll do this some chocolate blanc. <laughs> I did. I bought like this is what we do. I'm like, I, I love have it. thought you were gonna buy bunnies. Oh, or we, the one thing we didn't buy was that mac and cheese cupcake. I know we eyeballed it. That was close. That was close. That was, that was close. Yeah, and yeah. see, like it's questionable. Right. Yeah. Like you think it sounds good. And then yeah. you're like, then you really think about it. And you're like, mm. yeah, I almost bought some like bees or honey or something. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, what do you got? And there was like cute little bunnies like behind I somebody's know. table. You're like, Those are they for sale? And I'm like, Stop no, it. Kenzie was asking. She was like, we should buy one. I'm like, yeah. we have, I just saw the bunny in our yard. Yeah. We have a bunny that Sit lives outside. in our yard for free. Yeah. Why am I going to buy one? Oh, that's anyway. Um, so we did that. And then we went to um, the next day to Atlantic City. Beautiful. That's it. Beautiful weekend. It was very fun. Mm -hmm. Very fun. We had a good time. Um, did you see the video I posted I on did. Facebook? I was literally laughing out loud. Hilarious. So our show was on Sunday because we went and saw Amy, um, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler on Sunday, but we mm -hmm. got there on Saturday. Right. So we had dinner res we dinner reservations at like the sushi place because 
I'm not a big sushi person, but Thomas loves sushi. Okay. And it was his birthday weekend, so fine. So we're in the middle of this very nice dinner at the Hard Rock Casino Hotel, and the alarm starts going off in the entire resort. Like, and it's not just like an alarm. Oh. It's like loud. It's loud, and they're like, there is danger. There yeah. has been yeah. danger. Danger suspected. Yeah, you're like, and then what? what? And then I was thinking, because the first night of the Amy the show was going on that night. Right, Amy right, Poehler right. and Tina Fey was going on. I was like, this is happening during the show. So I'm asking the server. I'm like, does this happen a lot? She's like, more than, more than it should probably. Right, yeah. right. Because I'm like, nobody moved. And nobody I mean, got up. Like no, your video, you you're literally tell, doing yeah. like an aerial. And there's like, <laughs> the, the, nobody's like, everybody's hanging out. Yeah, drinking you can tell it was towards Thomas the end of our dinner. Sushi. <laughs> yeah, because we were like, we'd had wine by that point. We've yeah. been, actually, we'd been like drinking all day pretty much because we were on the boardwalk. Right, on we went vacation. to the beach bar. Yeah. And, and so by the time dinner comes around, we're having sushi and wine. And uh, I'm looking at like nobody, there's no, I mean, there was an alarm going on, but there was no alarm by the people. Right. So I'm like, are we, should we be worried? And Thomas is, and then they're like, we will keep you informed. Thomas is like, they're going to keep us informed, honey. We're fine. Let's just keep, we're good. <laughs> I was like, just check, check on. Okay. Um, so funny. Anyway, and then the next day we had booked, they just started this uh, Sunday brunch Ooh. at the fancy steakhouse, Council Oaks. It was like only their third week doing it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I got the email, so I booked it right away. Right. Um, so amazing. And I'm like, why? This is this is my, pe- these are my people. This is my home. Yeah. I'm like, why? I need more of this in my life. Brunch. Uh, bottomless, bottomless mimosas, champagne. bottomless yeah. Bloody Marys. Mm-hmm. The service was awesome. The white tablecloth, mm-hmm. the different stations at the bread station. Ooh. Oh my God. Funny story, Sharon. So they had all these wonderful stations. They had the omelet and the salad bar and the bagel station and the raw. It was incredible. The breakfast. And then they had the bread and they had the dessert. Mm. So we finished and then Thomas was like, I'll go get some dessert. What do you want? Mm-hmm. So I, they had these cute little smoothies and like a little straw, these like little tall shot glass things. And then um, they had, I'd seen in this beautiful kind of like a, a vase or like, looked like a giant martini cup kind of okay. thing. These pearl, these like pearl looking things, okay. big fat pearl. And I was like, and some of the, a couple of those pearl chocolates. And he comes back with only the smoothie. And I'm like, what? What happened? Where's my chocolate? Right. And he's like, well, I think you're getting me into a Hangzhou situation again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what that story is, right? I had to tell the story. So I was like, oh, as soon as he said it. So when uh, several years ago, I had the opportunity to go to China with NYIT, New York <laughs> Institute of Technology. And um, I was very scared to go to China mm-hmm. because I'm just like, I'm a very picky eater. Yeah. And I'm just very picky on pretty much everything. But it was wonderful, but I was starving right. the entire trip because I don't really eat sushi or any of that stuff. And I didn't know what anything was. And so I was basically, I had learned at that point to pick up a grain of rice, white rice with, <laughs> with my chopsticks. chopsticks. So oh I was starving. And then we got to go tour the hospitality school, my colleagues and I. So we go to the hospitality school, which was amazing because they teach um, culinary at the hospitality school. Sharon's dying because she knows the story. So it was more like, you know, Americanized Chinese food. Mm-hmm. So it was like Panda Express kind of stuff or whatever. But still, it was not what we're used to. Anyway, so I was so excited. And um, so we were just loading up our plates. And then there was like a bread basket. And I had this beautiful loaf of like sesame braided bread. And I didn't want to like, it was, it was like a small loaf, but I didn't want to like, you know, 
leap half of it. So I put it on my plate and one of my colleagues was like, can I have, where'd you get that bread? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, just don't get another one. I'll just share it with you when we sit down. And they're like, okay. And then my second colleague, Alan, came up to me and he's like, where'd you get that bread? And I was like, look, I'll just stop. I'll just give it to you right now. So I go to tear it. It's rubber. It was not real bread. It was literally fake bread. <laughs> Sharon can't even take it, right? That is the funniest story I remember uh, you telling me this. Not real. <laughs> and it's fully on, fully on my plate, walking around. <laughs> me and this big, it looked so real, you guys. It was rubber. And we're trying it's to pull it. I'm like, I'm like, stop pulling it. Oh my Stop God. Stop looking at the right. I'm like, put, I put it back right now. Oh Cried laughing God, like you forever. So funny. So funny. And I was like, I, and I was just like the bubble just burst. <laughs> I was so hungry for that oh piece of God. bread. Your mouth was watering I was like, for sesame it. bread. Dang Joe. <laughs> and then the funniest thing was when we're leaving, getting out of China and it had been a long trip. So everybody was really excited to just go home at that point. And um, we're at the airport and they went to go look, you know, buy stuff for the plane, my colleagues. And one of them came back and was like, I just pulled a Kristen <laughs> at the store. And I'm like, what do you mean? Cause this is days later. He's like, I just tried to buy a fake piece of fruit. <laughs> He's like, had a fruit bowl and I'm at the register. Oh and my God. They don't understand what that I'm doing. So they're like, funny. no, that's our decor. So, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, so Thomas God. said, when he comes back, he's like, honey, I think you're trying to put me in a hang Joe situation it's because so funny. and I look over and I'm like right they're like they look like bath they almost look like bath pearls you know so funny so he's like there was no tongs or anything <laughs> and I'm not gonna put the fake stuff on my plate right, right. so then oh our God, waiter so Victor funny. comes over he was the best waiter on the planet I loved him we were we were bonded he was just refilling those mimosas oh, yeah. he, was he was, coming, was my he was my, he was my king he was my king and I'm like Victor I have a serious question and do not judge me he's like okay I'm like those pearl looking things on the dessert bar. Yeah. Fake or real. Mm. And he's like, no, they're, they're it's, and he's looked like it's all edible. It's food. Right. It's, it's real. It's chocolate. And okay. I'm like, are you sure? It's cause <laughs> and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no one's eating them. And I'm like, he won't get them for me. And he's like, he looked at Thomas. I'm What's like, wrong? what? What? <laughs> he's like, I will oh go get God, them for you. So funny. And they were fabulous. They were like little white chocolate, hollow things. They were amazing. But, um, yeah, that was a funny, that like, so Funny. Cause I could see it. Cause there were no tongs. They were like, a, it looked yeah, like, like, how do you do it? Yeah. So, like the, the jewels that you put in, you yeah. know, a fake vase yeah. or something. So it's like beads and stuff. Oh my God. That's yeah. So like funny. beads. So that was funny. We were having a good laugh about yeah, that. that I, I'm Thomas like, yeah, he that. won't, he won't touch the, I'm like, that looks good. I'll take that. He's like, not real food. And I could totally picture Thomas like assessing the situation, yes. like looking over it and walking around the table, looking for some sort of way to get it. And then realizing maybe that's not real. <laughs> One of the saddest stories of my life was when that bread was rubber. Oh, God. I was like just For shedding a tear. Real. I couldn't believe it. I was like, back to the rice. Right. Okay. Uh -huh. Thank you. 17 grains. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, then we went and saw Amy and Tina and they were so funny. So my and question you know what? is, yeah, can they play us in a movie? Oh, Sharon, the entire time I'm watching them, I'm like, they're literally me and Sharon. It is. So true. Because <laughs> you said that, and I was like, oh my God. And the whole, not only their entire personalities, everything they talked about so is what we talk about funny. here on the podcast. That is so funny. They they talk about Gen X right? the whole time right. and how it's the best generation oh and how, God, like, so how, you know, we were just raised on our own like wolves. Yeah. And nobody cared. And they talk about, um, oh my God, they had so many good things. They were talking about, oh, Amy's like, how robots are going to murder. <laughs> everyone Kill us. she was like obviously we're all gonna be murdered by robots right. she's like but of course our generation gen x 
She's like, we'll be murdering robots and Gen Z will have, they'll have, they'll have uh, babies with robots. <laughs> She's like, so then as grandparents, we're going to have to decide like, whether do we or melt not down we our grandchildren <laughs> or do we save the planet? Like this is going to be on Gen X. Mark our words. That is so funny. Um, no, but they, every, they talked about Mother's Day and I loved it. Tina Fey was like, why is everybody trying to be a mother on Mother's Day? Right. No other holiday gets that. Right. But suddenly everybody's a mother right. on Mother's Day. Like fur baby mother and this yes, mother. Like, yes. Get what? Stop. She's like, what? <laughs> anyway, it was, oh my gosh, they were great. They were oh, so, I'm so funny. Glad. I'm so glad you so, guys loved it. We had the best time and we came back and uh, Thomas had a great birthday. Good. Oh, we get this. Father's Day's next, right? Yes, Father's Day. Right, which by the time this airs, it'll be on Father's Day. Yeah. This is the age-old question, because Thomas works from home. Mm hmm And I don't work from home, Sharon. Right. And also, I'm never even hardly at the office, so it's so well, I yeah, shipped. you're constantly, constantly out and about. So I shipped his Father's Day present mm -hmm. home, and I thought maybe I could intercept it. You know, nope, it's right there on the patio, so... Tegan calls me yesterday. Thomas saw his gift. Oh, man. It's right there. He knows what it is. And he's like, why did you call your mother and tell her that? She's like, you're a bad actor. We're not. <laughs> She's like, oh, my god. You know, and they were like, why don't you just ship it to your office? I'm like, because I'm never at my office. Right. Uh, I mean, what is it? Is it a boulder? No, that's no, I, I can't still can't cross that bridge. Yeah, Sharon. Are you? No, you. you know what it is? I got him um, roof racks that fold down oh, for the nice. kayaks. Yeah, because that's poor awesome. guy. Every time all summer, yeah. he puts the roof racks on and then he can't pull into the garage with them. Right, right. So then he has to like take them off and turn them off. Yeah. So that's I perfect. The nice ones Good. that fold down. In. It's, you know, oh, for him, for us. Nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But ruined. Ruined. What are you so, getting, Dan? I don't know. Like, uh -oh. go to our gift guide. There's some I know. Stuff. I know. Uh -oh. He's not like, I don't know. <laughs> Girl, pull it together. I know. No, I'm just saying it's like coming up. I know. Guys are so hard. I know. So I'm like, for Mother's Day, we went to, um, what is it, Stu Leonard's. Oh. And we got, like, beautiful filet mignons mm. and, like, this delicious salad. Like, it was, I was able to, like, what do you want for dinner? And I picked it all out, and he, like, made the filets beautifully. Not like Paris in Vegas. Yeah. but So tender. So tender. <laughs> um, but, no, we had a delicious dinner. So I'm like, what do you want for dinner? You want, like, surf and turf? Because now i got to cook a lobster. Mm. Questioning that. I don't know. I've done it once before. With his help, but like you know, it's Father's Day. Like I got to do it. I don't know. I don't know what to get the man that has everything. I know. I know. It gets harder, especially you guys have been together for so long right, too, right. and it's so hard. He loves to just like go have the kids help him wash the car. You know, mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff. So you'll think of something. Yeah. You always think of something yeah. at the very end. Like so good. Um, no, I, I kind of wonder. Like we should have gone too. We should have gone to Amy. You should have been me and you. I know. They were, they were so good. <laughs> That's so um, funny. But you know what? We have a, a huge amount of entertainment and music and people here on Long Island. Yes, we do. Famous people. And uh, we also have people that have podcasts that cover yeah, people like podcasters. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we actually have a really cool interview today um, with the podcast um, host of the Long Island Sound. Right. And so yeah. we just thought we'd share this with you because there's so much to know about Long Island music and entertainment and all these, you know, wonderful artists that live here and come from here. Um, so we can introduce our guest today for Stephen Yusko from the Long Island Sound podcast. 
Okay, we are joined by Stephen Yasko, the host of the Long Island Sound podcast. Welcome, Stephen. Thanks for joining us. I am so happy to be here because we're talking about two of my favorite subjects, Long Island, the place that we all live, and music. So I'm really excited to uh, talk about that. And it's International Music Day. So uh, what's better than that? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Stephen, you have your own podcast, so you are really the expert on Long Island music. (laughs) I don't know if I'd call myself an expert, but I have, uh, I would say, a a very uh, good uh, curiosity about music. You know, it's it's really in in even the term for your uh, your stuff, discovery, you know, discover uh, Long Island. And that's what really kind of drove me to start the Long Island Sound podcast some uh 16 months ago you know so it was um it was out of a a, you know an admiration for singer songwriters and the wellspring of music that we have here on long island and you know we just all came out of covid so i was driven by hey you know what uh i need to make some connections and some community and i tell you it's been a wild ride ever since how many episodes have you done so far believe it or not i have 81 episodes under my belt that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I generally do one a week. Uh, it all started with a guy named Jim Small. We started another podcast that fell apart. Uh, and I found out, hey, you know, there's got to be a better way to do it. And I found I'm a techie guy. So I found technology uh, in order to do uh, remote uh, interviews like we're doing now. Yeah. And uh, I'm telling you, the musician community on Long Island, I, I just got to say this, it gives me chills. They are so generous. And one interview led to two, three, five uh, other interviews and referrals. And just like us, we're just having a conversation about what we like. So uh, that's why I love doing what I do. That's great. And how many, um, well, really, who are some of your favorite local artists that you've had on your favorite guests so far? Okay, so I've had, that's a, that's a tough question because I know I'm going to leave some people out, you know. Um, so my favorite, let's go with my favorite artists that I've, kind of had happenstance uh ran into uh really my one of my top picks are the como brothers okay they're from uh mount sinai they sound just like the everly brothers they put out and i'm not kidding two songs a month and they're really tied into the social media to you know dangle that um that lure to attract people to their music so i'd have to say the como brothers are one of my favorites a guy named, who hasn't been a guest yet, Ed Travers, very famous on Long Island, plays a lot of Jimmy Buffett stuff, the consummate entertainer. I'm telling you, you go see Ed Travers anywhere on Long Island, and I guarantee you're going to have a good time. You're going to have guys, the parrot heads join you too, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, parrot heads and deadheads. You know, what's better That's than that? It. You know? <laughs> uh, well, Stephen, I think yeah, what you ahead. do... I think what you do with your podcast is so really interesting because so many people don't realize the depth and breadth Mm -hmm. of Long Island music and the scene and the history and the impact that musicians on Long Island have made, you know, in the music world and still continue to do so today. So it's really you have so much content to share. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm just hitting the tip of the iceberg when it comes to that. And I just got to tell you really quickly how I came up with the Long Island Sound podcast. Mm -hmm. It was from a Billy Joel speech at the Long Island Music and Entertainment Hall of Fame where he said, hey, you know what? The Long Island Sound is more than a body of water that separates us from Connecticut. And boom, the light bulb went off. Mm -hmm. I Googled it right away. And I'm like, holy mackerel, nobody else has got this name. Grabbed it right away. 
And then then the ride kind of continued. But, you know, it's it's funny. You know, one leads to another. I, I also got to throw kudos out to Mike Nugent. He's one of my other favorite artists. who's also my guitar teacher. And all these artists, whether they're up and coming or the well-established, have some of these phenomenal stories that just kind of come out of left field. But I got to tell you about one that came to mind. Mary Lamont, she's uh, uh, the queen of country music for Long Island. Okay, she's a DJ on WUSB. And I had Mary, and she's a great country singer. And she had a story that came out of left field. She had a connection with Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean, Alice Cooper? It was Alex Cooper's bass player, who was a country music fan. She happened to be the receptionist for Alice Cooper in New York City, who talked her into being a country music star. So wow. just cool stuff like that. It that, is cool stories. You know, you Alice find. Cooper for your, you know, you know, I'm a transplant from Arizona. Alice Cooper lives in Arizona. I've met him many times. He was actually a great uh, tourism ambassador for wow. us. And he's huge in Germany and international, especially still. And uh, just really, really terrific guy. Interesting fact about him. Scratch golf handicap. Oh, absolutely. Amazing absolutely. golfer. Now, you said you're from Arizona. There's another guest that I had, Kelly Baker, a phenomenal blues singer. She won the uh, Long Island uh, Blues Society, uh, and she's been all over the place. Uh, I think she's signed by Sony. Uh, She's originally from Arizona, transplanted to Huntington. And keep an eye on Kelly, K-E-L-L-I Baker. She's uh, really, really great. What's going We're on? We're invading Long Island as Arizona. Yeah. But I mean, people know, you said Billy Joel, people have heard of, you know, Mariah Carey and Ashanti and all of these, Debbie Gibson. Mm. So, I mean, Pat Benatar, Joan Jett, there are so, so, so many. What do you think, what do you think the secret sauce is on Long Island that generates so much of this musical talent? You know what? I, I think it's a couple of things. One, I, I'd have to say it's the diversity of Long Island. Hey, you know what? We're we're stones throw from New York City and Brooklyn, which is the center of the world. Uh, and then you have Long Island, which, you know, for those who are listening who are not from Long Island, you got to come here because it's just not traffic and taxes. OK, there are so many great things to do. And I think if I can say a great place to start is the Long Island Music and Entertainment Hall of Fame. I mean, you touched on the different artists out here. Miles Davis is from Long Island, you know, and you have not only music, but you also have like all the famous comedians, you know, Eddie Murphy, uh, some of the other people. Eddie Money is from Island mm-hmm. Trees, the town that I grew up in. Pat Benatar, I think, was from uh, Lynn, uh, Lindenhurst or Massapequa or that area. Yeah. Is. But, uh, and then you have, and, and this is what, some, just to tell you something personal, you know, I'm getting up there in age, I'm in, on the back nine, as they say. And I didn't want to get caught in just reminiscing about the music that I liked in the 70s. I wanted to keep it fresh, you know. And that's what I love about my podcast, if I can do a plug, The Long Island Sound, is Absolutely. I opened myself to other genres that I typically wouldn't listen to. And one of them is hip-hop, okay? Mm-hmm. And I ran across two bands. One is called Aqua Cherry. It's a funk hip-hop band. Energy will blow you out, okay? Another one, oh, God, what's their name? Uh, it'll come to me nonstop to Cairo. Okay. Mm. I don't know how I found these guys. Uh, they just came out with an album Kai. They had a, one of their members passed away who was a great artist and what a great tribute album, uh, to their passing band member. It was really kind of cool. And then and I mean, it's, I, the, I had, it's the yeah, ahead, 50th anniversary of, of Chatty Cathy yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> the other thing yeah. is I had a hard rocker on. Okay. 
I'm not a hard rock guy, but I'm open to finding out what the heck drives you to hard rock music to get the angst out. And uh, I uh, spoke to a guy named Mark Valentino from Armageddon of, of all names, and they're they're really well known for years here on Long Island. So it's kind of opened my eyes to be a little bit more curious and uh, and go on this discovery mission that I'm on. Yeah, and then there's the whole documentary about Long Island's role in um, alternative music, yeah. and you know, famous DJs as well, like you said, entertainers like Larry the Duck. Mm-hmm. Larry the, Larry the Duck was a guest on my podcast. I used to listen to WLIR. That is a great documentary that you point out. You got to check it out. It's amazing the influence that a small radio station had in bringing in the uh, the UK invasion uh, and punk music. And they were, the, if I'm going to throw a little thing out there, they were the first ones to introduce U2 to the United States. Wow. How's that for, for Long Island? And Larry's yeah. a great guy. He's also involved with the Long Island Music and Entertainment Hall of Fame. I had the great opportunity. I also write for nysmusic.com, and I got to do the grand opening, you know? And I'm there, I'm meeting all these, yeah, I'm a schlub. Who the heck knows me, right? I'm meeting all these great people, but I got to tell you about one guy that blew my mind, a guy named Elliot Murphy. I had no idea who he was. Kindest man in the world from Garden City. Great story. He lives in Paris. And he plays over 130 shows a year. He's in his early 70s. He's a great writer. He was in a Fellini movie. He couldn't make it here in the United States. He had this great album called Aqua Show. He's in the Long Island Hall of Fame, by the way. He's inducted by two of his friends, one being Billy Joel and the other one, Bruce Springsteen. And next thing I know, I'm interviewing him from Paris on my podcast. I mean... Amazing. Who's got it better than me? And that's me. what I was gonna. Yeah. I wanted to ask you is how do you sure. find your artists? You know, like when you're doing your research and what you're when you're looking for your guests and things like that. Is it you know by you know word of mouth or do you do your own research and and reach out to them? Yeah. So a couple things. One, I'll I'll hit the social media. I've gotten guests off of TikTok who found wow. the Long Island Sound podcast. If you can believe that, a lot of it is referrals, really. I think, uh, you know, what it comes down to is I, I, the compliments I received is I've asked questions out of my own curiosity and I take an interest in their music. I listen. I delve mm-hmm. into their music before right. I have the interview. I look yeah, up their bio. you got to do your research, right? Yeah, that, that's, that's key. And you know what? Then it comes down to, hey, you know, you got to talk to so-and-so. He's a friend of mine. He's going to love talking to you. What's so interesting in this crazy world we're in, I don't meet many of my guests until after the fact. Uh, and, you know, I'll walk into a bar or a venue and, and greet them and, you know, oh, who's this uh, white haired guy? Oh, yeah, Steve, how you doing? You know, Aww. so uh, a lot of that is um, referral. Uh, but a lot of that is me, me reaching out and seeing what's happening on Facebook and on all the other platforms. And it is amazing to me how I've gotten guests by just sending an instant message to say, hey, it's a benefit for them, right? I'm featuring yep. their music. I play two, three to four of their songs exposing it out there. I lead them to their Spotify list, which they may make some uh, ching on it, you know, half a penny here, half a penny there. So I hope that answers your question. Steve, another thing Long Island is famous for, as far as music, are our incredible venues to to see a show. So what what are your favorite places to go see live music? Okay, so, um, so I look at two different silos of looking at live music. Let's talk about the big venues out there. And you can kind of grab the town. So if you're going out on the night in the town, 
Uh, you're going to want to go to Farmingdale. There's a lot of live music. Farmingdale's exploding. It's really lively there. You got to go to Patchog. Patchog mm-hmm. has music venue after music venue. Uh, 89 North is there. You got the Patchog Theater there. Got to go to Huntington. You got the Paramount. Obviously, you can see the big shows there, but you can also go into the Legends Bar and see some local people that kind of warm up uh, before you go into the show. So those are some of my favorite places. And then there's the small places. You know, I like the neighborhood places, you know. There are few and far between of those who will take the chance on a live original music. But I'll mention a couple. Katie's of Smithtown. Really mm-hmm. great. Yeah, Very notorious one. for that. Um, you've got Garden Grill in Smithtown. Uh, Smithtown Theater out in Riverhead is phenomenal. Nutty Irishman in Farmingdale. Bayport Tavern in Bayport. They're really consistent in having local bands play. And it's really kind of like a Cheers neighborhood place. I really love it. Mulcahy's uh, yep. is another place. And I'll do a little plug too. Mulcahy's on June 27th has the Paper Bag Concert. The Paper Bag Concert is over 70 musicians playing across the evening on one stage, and they've been doing it for over 40 years. Oh, wow. So uh, so it's kind of like an underground thing that's going on. You can't just show up. you got to be invited uh, as a recognized Long Island musician. One that I went to for the first time, unbelievable, is Stephen Talkhouse out in Amagansett. Very Mm -hmm. famous, yeah. Bon Jovi was there. I had the great opportunity, and it took a while to get Nancy Atlas, who is a well-known person out on the East End. She was the bar band for Stephen Talkhouse for 16 years, and she's played with all the famous people you can imagine. Elvis Costello, um, Clarence Clemens. You go down the list. It's just amazing the people that she's played with. So it's very inspiring. I saw her uh, back in May. And I'm telling you, I was exhausted just watching her. She really puts yeah. a lot of energy into it. I've seen her live, too. She's pretty amazing. And I always think it's it's awesome on Long Island that just the musicians, the access of musicians that, you know, that we have, you know, for example, Montauk Lighthouse was doing a fundraiser and, mm. you know, Paul Simon decided yeah. to play. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, OK, we're a little Let's bit, you know, we're that. definitely spoiled <laughs> in that in that area. Yeah. I got. I, I'll, I'll get into the videos, but I can tell you really a quick story. I'm interviewing this guy, Peter Mancini, great artist, right? And Pete tells me this story. He's playing out at a yogurt shop out in the Hamptons, right? Guess who walks by the yogurt shop? Paul McCartney. Right. Wow. Next thing you know, he goes. He runs outside, talks to Paul, just a casual conversation, no cameras, stuff like that. Goes back in, plays his third set. Sir Paul McCartney walks back in with his wife and was dancing to Pete's music. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, that's a Long Island story right there yeah. for you. Tell yeah. You. Yeah. But so we let's, know, yeah, go ahead. let's talk about the other venues that you got out there. So if you come into Long Island, you're going to go to the Long Island beaches. Right. And after a long day at the beach, you're going to want to go to two places. One's the boatyard in Oyster Bay along Ocean Parkway. Really nice venues mm-hmm. taken over by uh, a conglomerate of guys that are doing a really great job. And the other is Salt Shack. So yeah, if you right want to go. Lot and listen to anything from tribute bands and you want to dance, those are the places to go to and happy. Right on the water. Yeah. Right on the water. And you know what you get? You can get a coffee if you want. Something in the water. Yes, the water. (laughs) So, Steve, you've been great. You tell us where to see music. You told us what to watch. We've got to watch Dare to be Different, which is the documentary. We know we need to listen to Long Island Sound. And we know we need to visit the... Long Island Music Musical. and Entertainment Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're like a one-man Discover Long Island when it comes to music. 
<laughs> I appreciate the accolades. You're really, you're really being nice, you know? So I, I, yeah, it's just, I'm just a regular guy who loves music. I'm enamored by people who can write songs and perform and entertain us and say the things and articulate the things that I might be feeling in my heart that I might not be able to say. That's what I love about music. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, we love introducing you to our hot teas. Yeah. Where can they find you? Why don't you uh, plug your socials and, and how oh, yeah. to find your podcast? So, Yep. So just search for the Long Island Sound. You'll find it on Apple Music, on Spotify, Stitcher, Google. It's up everywhere. But also go to giggigdestiny.com and you'll find everything there for the, uh, you know, for the podcast who our featured artists are. Uh, way to rate. I mean, please rate and comment on the show. I love your right. feedback. I've got a listener line. Uh, I've, I've got a lot going and there's, there's a lot I'm juggling to get it done. But when you're passionate about this. I love it. And, um, you know, I sign off I, and I, I may have spoken to you. I always sign off my program uh, by saying, you know, keep your spirits high, be generous with your joy and let the music take you on a journey. And hopefully that journey is to uh, experience Long Island and all that we have to offer here. It's really a great place. It's been amazing, Steve. Thank you so much for your time today. Great. All right. We'll talk soon. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you, Steve. Bye. Her. Be well. Bye-bye. He's so great and so oh, much energy, so too. And I love, you can tell he's really passionate about what he does. Yeah. And I think that he just loves music. And he even said it. He's like, I love people being able to tell their, tell a story through music. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of music, and you mentioned it during the interview, but so funny, when I was driving to Atlantic City in New Jersey, mm-hmm. did you know that I when you do that, you pass the... John Bon Jovi rest area. Oh, yes. <laughs> Have you ever been there? <laughs> Thomas yes. was like, do you want to stop at the John Bon Did Jovi you? rest area? I'm like, kind of. Yeah. No, we didn't because oh. Thomas has to make good time. Right, right, right. Um, oh, no, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Have you ever stopped? You've stopped there? Yeah, I think so. I think it's just a regular I welcome if, center that's named I would named totally buy merch. Yeah. The John Bon Jovi rest area in I think New Jersey. It's just named I would after him. And you know, the other one was named after Judy Bloom. Oh. Yeah. That's so cute. I know. I thought that was so cool. Um, so, you know what, speaking of one more story about Atlantic City, and I don't know how, okay, I kind of need you, this is this is how we're Amy Poehler and Tina Bay. Mm-hmm. I kind of need you to tell me mm-hmm. if I'm off on this. Okay. So, we drive to Atlantic City, right. right after we passed the John Bon Jovi rest area, and it was Saturday, and it was, you know, it's three hours mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah, it's a long time. And a lot of traffic, because you're going through, you know, the city, or it's like a lot it's to always get there. And so, yeah. stressful. Right. Yes. Stress. And what, what we knew from being there before is when you get from the parking structure and you walk through on the way to check in, they have all the like grab and go restaurants like pizza. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we hadn't eaten and we weren't going to eat until later. So we were like, let's get a couple sandwiches. Right. Before we check in and then we'll take them to the room and just unpack. Eat. And yeah. Like hang unpack. Out, have, have a, a drink. little sandwich yeah. and then something light, you know, and then go. So we stop at the sandwich place. And this, I can't. So we were kind of talking about what, you know, what we're thinking about getting and kind of whatever. And I hadn't really discussed it with Thomas. And then we get to the register and I'm like, I'll have a turkey sandwich. And Thomas goes, I'll have a tuna sandwich. I'm like, (laughs) immediately like, what? What? (laughs) We're eating this in our room, in the hotel. We're just checking in three days. You're going to have a tuna sandwich. You're going to. Just break it in <laughs> with the tuna sandwich. Uh, I just, I was like, I've been married to this guy. I'm like, 
when do you order? I, mm. You know what, though? I was so blackout rage. <laughs> I couldn't even speak. I was you so kept it in? angry at this. I'm so surprised at this at decision. You. I was floored. But I'm surprised I'm not that angry you didn't... isn't right. But like, I was so floored. Yeah, that this was the decision like, made. We're getting ready to have like a three day romantic weekend. Right. There's so much happening. Right. Like the the room, the, your breath. The, I was like, I, it took everything I have. Uh, you know what I wanted to say is, you want extra onions on that? <laughs> I I was wanting oh to be gosh. right. Is that is yeah. I totally no, I'm overreacted. You. No, I'm with you because you I'm know with you. you know when right. <laughs> Read the room. Oh Poor Tom. And he I, knows better. I, well, like, he knows better now. <laughs> Poor man was tortured oh, all weekend. Because once I let it go, I won't let it go. You won't let it go. That's right. for sure. So the poor man, yeah. like, he was like, I'll never in my entire life order Have a tuna, tuna sandwich, sandwich with you. Because I, but you, you know when I get really angry, because mm-hmm. then when I get super you angry, shut down. I shut down. Mm-hmm. I stop talking. Mm-hmm. And so we're checking in, and he's like, what? He's trying to talk to me, and I can't even. Look at him. I, <laughs> poor guy it's his birthday i know (laughs) and then we get to the room and he's eating it and like little chunks are falling off and i'm like you need to pick this up if any of this falls it was like it it was like the fish and chips and the louis vuitton right exactly that's all it was literally fish and chips in the louis vuitton story and anyway so i flipped out finally once i was like day one of the hotel it's gonna smell like i'm gonna take a shower yeah, I was like, wash your hands because you, everything's smelling. Oh, oh, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, you just should have said something. I'm like, how do you not? Yeah. And he's so sweet. I he's feel so, so bad. Sweet. Tortured the poor man. Yeah. Tortured it. So anyway, we got over it That's and we good. had a good weekend. But good. I had to tell you that. Like, um, OK, so we have s- some celebrity. Yeah. Well, actually, I wanted to tell you, <gasps> this is something that I think you would be interested in. Arizona based um, ATL wing spot. Okay. Just opened up in Lindbrook. Oh, I've never even heard of that. Really? ATL. That's it's Atlanta, like a, right? No, ATL. It's all the love. Is what oh. It stands for. But it's a, a very famous wing spot from Arizona. I thought you would oh. know about this. Oh, my God. I feel stupid. Where mm. did or, where In did Lindbrook. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, let's go check it out. We should. I I love me some wings. I know, but I feel like... Speaking of, it's going to be hot. Yeah, I think they're going to be hot. Yeah, I there's think. over like 22 flavors. Ooh, I think people aren't going to be used to that. Right. That air is on heat. Right, you right, gotta right. Get used to that. Um, so real quick before we get into Long Island uh, celebrity. celebrity, where Michael and I were today, a little bit of Long Island life. Yes, uh, we had the privilege of being at the press conference today that announced the new um, commission for the Long Island 250. Yes, which is the 250th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Right. Which takes place, starts July 4th, 2026. Yes. So <clears throat> awesome. And That's Alyssa um, put together the longisland250.com website, yeah. which is on discoverlongisland.com also. So man, this whole team pulled Came together. that together. So quickly. Justine wrote the copy. Yep. We were like, they. we met like two weeks ago, not even. Yeah. Like last week we yeah, talked about it. I think it, it was like last, right before you went Yeah, away. I think it was last week. Right before And they were like, can you do this? And we were like, yes, we can. It's going to come to Discover Long Island. Of course we can. Of course we can. Yeah. And there's going to be a logo contest if you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so you can go to longisland250.com. Yes. And we have a little sign up form with your name and your email. Right. And so then when we announce the parameters and the criteria for the logo contest, we can contact you. we'll yeah. contact you mm-hmm. so that you can, you know, with all the dates and the details and the deadlines. What I loved about this, honestly, was you were talking to the counties and they were talking about having like the schools do it. 
But then you said, like, open it up to everybody. Yeah. You can have, you know, an amazing contest here. I said, I'm like, what if the veterans want to do it? Right. Exactly. What if Alyssa's like, can I do it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Heck like, yeah. Alyssa's going to tilt the scale there. She She's going to grade it on a curve there. Um, well, I don't see why not, because it's not us judging. It's going to be the um, Long Island 250 Commission. Right. Uh, and the commission is made up of the town historians. Yes, I love this. And Kinsey was with us, too, because she's interning with County Executive Ballone. So she was like, oh, my God, the historians were so cute. And there yeah. are people in um, period clothing. Costumes. And it was at Sagdicos Manor yes. where Long Island, uh, where um, George Washington slept. Mm -hmm. So then I'm trying to leave. Michael's, like, laughing. Everyone's stopping me. Excuse me, um, can I talk to you about... Mm -hmm the Huntington militia and how we do reenactments. And then somebody was like, meet my intern. And this, this is what I'm saying. Like, it's just so yeah, exhausting. Just stop. Yeah. It's fine. And people in like <clears throat> period wear wanted to show me that they were wearing shorts underneath. <laughs> and it was just, it was a scene. Um, but it was really cute. And then this one guy, as I'm easing, I'm, as I'm leaving, did you hear him, Michael? He was like, you know, don't forget the town of Islip. Uh, people can say George Washington ate and slept, but the we're the only ship. place where he used the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, Number one or number two? Right. I mean, what do you do? <laughs> he didn't answer. Exactly. He didn't answer. But I was oh like, God, I have questions. You didn't, he didn't use the bathroom where he slept? I don't right? know. That's funny. I don't know. Oh I have God. questions. Everybody wants listen, to come out I was clean. like, we'll, we'll denote that right. on the page. Just send me the information. The historical societies. You tell me what to say and I'll say it. Um, but that's going to be cool. So you're going to be hearing a lot more about that. And thank you to the entire team who pulled that together. Yeah, they did a really good Alyssa job. Alyssa had like... Three hours, I think, to pull that that website. And she together. nailed it. She nailed she it. She always does. Um, okay, so celebrity Delvino. Oh God, yeah. Well, thank God. You know, we weren't we weren't gonna do one yeah. today, right, right. and then I was like, Sharon, today, Michael, is what do we day. have? What do we got? Pull and Michael's like, fridge. well, we do have some Delvino rosé. I'm like, thank the Lord, thank you, because. This day. I know. And it's so good. Yeah. Delvino and our taste of Long Island. Yes. You know, can't go wrong. Um, so Delvino, we love. We love Fred. And he's just so awesome. But their family passion for the art of winemaking dates back to the early 1800s in a small Italian village named San Lucio. Mm. Um, we're drinking the rosé. It's delicious. It's you it's know, the best. It's light. It's, it's really beautiful. good. It's really good. Oh, and um, by the way, Patrick and Ed, my besties. Yeah. I went to their wedding. Yes, they got their they got their wine oh, shipments because I got them the wine. It's a great, great wedding gift. If you're it it's really wedding is. season, if you get a wine membership for somebody, it's so awesome because it keeps coming mm -hmm. all year. And it's they so he loves it. He texts me, he's like, Oh my god. And I of course it that. was summer, so they all got like they got like eight all bottles of summer in the bottle. Oh, all the different god. kinds. That's um, awesome. It was, they were like thrilled. That's and it's so fun because yeah. it's the gift that keeps on giving. I love that. Um, did you hear, celebrity, um, Pat Sajak is retiring? Yes. yes. I mean. Did you hear yeah. um, who wants to take over? No. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. What? Oh, I didn't even know that it was on here. And Ryan Seacrest. Does Ryan Seacrest really want to take over? I heard he's a contestant. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I Can love Ryan back? Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest could totally do it. What? I said I might actually watch it. I watch it. I watch it. I was literally watching it last night. I'm celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Literally, like, yes. like my family, like yeah. we literally like it's crazy. Yell at the While TV. you're making dinner, yeah, celebrity exactly. Wheel of Fortune, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. It's so funny. Pat Sajak is so is is Vanna gonna retire when he retires? I don't know. I think Vanna no, they tried that. 
um, when Pat Sajak had like a medical situation last year, Vanna tried to take it up. She couldn't do it. She tried. She's just, she's, it's not her forte. Like she's right. perfect. She's beautiful. She turns the letters, which probably not everybody could do. Right. I mean, a skill to like turn, walk and click, whatever it is that she does that takes poise. Um, no, but it, it was really, uh, it didn't work out. Ross Matthews would be hilarious. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Although, you know, cause it is kind of like Pat Sajak has like this nice dry yes. delivery and, he's always and I can like, see Ryan Seacrest doing that. You do? See, I don't see. I see Whoopi doing that. Yeah. She'd be cool too. But I, I mean, don't I don't know. She's a little bit casual. I don't know. I feel like Pat Sajak's always in his suit. He's like, you know. I don't know. He seems more formal. Mm, mm-hmm. Whoopi seems a little bit more casual. Yeah. Um, which is why I think, again, I can kind of see Ryan Seacrest or, you know, like a Ross Matthews or somebody like that doing it. Oh, Ross yes. Matthews should that be Vanna. Fun. That's awesome. Oh, my God. That's a good idea. <laughs> Flip totally the script, Alyssa. Yeah. yeah, well, that's kind of what Michael's saying. Have the woman do it and have the guy do the thing. Yeah. That's it. I mean, yeah, okay. Listen, it's going to be interesting, but cheers to Pat Sajak mm-hmm, for 40 mm-hmm. years. 40 years. And 40, Vanna 41 White doing seasons. it. That's crazy. I mean, what a what a legacy. I do have a question for you. Yeah. Are you following the chicken wars on TikTok? No. You, this is you hilarious. and Allison were talking about this. I need to know what this is. You have to look at, just look up Chicken Wars 2023. It's people like sh- doing TikTok videos where they're like, I'm bringing my posse and they have literal chickens following now it just keeps TikTok is keep reposting, reposting or, or, you know, doing whatever. So it's a huge TikTok trend. And now like the, the compilations that they're doing of all the chicken wars. So what is the, who wins the war? Who has the most chickens? I guess. Oh my God. The one I have to send you this video that my sister sent me this morning is hysterical. I need to see it. You're going to die. We have, we have, um, free range, like wild chickens in our neighborhood. Yeah. No, these people have like hundreds of chickens (laughs) and then like, some people are like, my girls are too pretty to fight in this war. And they're like these wild chickens with like bouffant <laughs> hair and stuff. Oh, like, all right. Wild. Listen, that's what uh, that's what we need is some fun chicken TikToks. Yeah. You it's know, hysterical. we need to laugh. We need to have some some wholesome fun. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. for that. That's so cute. Well, listen, I we started this podcast. At least I did. Like, mm-hmm. wah, wah. Yeah. And you're, you're uplifted now. Yeah, I am. I Good. have a Thank you, Sharon. Happy. And thank you to... Stephen Yesco, Yesco, mm-hmm. um, from the Long Island Sound, because he also brought the energy and he the positivity. Did. I love the way he closes every single show. Yes. Um, so you are going to be on vacation next week. Yes, and you're going to be joined by Vanessa Gordon talking yes. all things Hamptons, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm jealous because I want to be a part of that conversation, but I'll listen and I'll tune in. Are you going somewhere fun? Uh, it's like the end of the year stuff. I oh, yeah. take off work to do this. Okay. All right. So you'll have to fill us in. Yeah. Take notes. I will. Fill us in when you get back. I sure will. Oh, congratulations on your babies moving Thank up. Thank you. All right. And thanks. Uh, congratulations to everybody else listening uh, that is, are going through all the moving up ceremonies with your kids. Yeah. Graduation. Prom. Enjoy the season. Try it's not to let over. it weigh you down. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see you next week. See you next week. The Long Island Tea Podcast is brought to you by Discover Long Island. For exclusive access to contests and promotions, follow Long Island Tea Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And for questions, comments, and collaborative inquiries, email spillthetea at discoverlongisland.com.